welcome back to another Daily Walk. Once again, we apologize for the loud cicadas. It would appear as that we are in one of the, I think they happen like every 15 or so years, the cicada outbreaks where there are so many of them. And we are completely confirmed by the number of cicadas that I have seen. And it makes, it, it makes me uh, remember back to the days long, long ago um, the last one of these big swarms that came through was, uh, it was like 15 or so years ago. And, uh, the kids camp I was at, we were all eating the cicadas and joining the John the Baptist club. Yes. You can take the cicadas and squeeze their head and then bite them. And, uh, they have this odd combination of, uh, their wings kind of taste like popcorn and their guts kind of taste like peanut butter. Um, but there is nothing I can do about it. They are absolutely everywhere in central Pennsylvania. There is nowhere I can go without cicadas all over the place. So uh, we'll just have to think of um, it is the end times. It is judgment and the locust swarm is upon us. Um, but with that, don't worry, because today we're talking about how not to have anxiety. Uh, this was a question somebody had left on the uh, on the YouTube channel on a comment on one of the videos. And I don't remember exactly which video it was. But I thought it was a great uh, uh, video type. It was how do you how do you um, not be anxious or not be worried in our current world? And um, so, really, I wanted to talk a little bit about the philosophy and the life and uh, the various elements that we have to to say about this various topic. First and foremost, there is only one major authoritative source in the Scripture which will uh, give you the information here. And that is, of course, Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. Uh, so, of course, this is in the NASB, is titled, The Cure for Anxiety. Uh, for this reason, I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow nor reap nor gather in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Probably cicadas. Uh, are you not worth much more than they? And who of you, by being worried, can add a single hour to his life? And why are you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you, not even Solomon in all of his glory is clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, he will not much more clothe you, you of little faith. Do not worry then, saying, what will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek after such things. Your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So this is the major authoritative place to go. And of course, uh, anybody who does struggle with worry or fears or anxieties, you say that's easier said than done. You have probably are familiar with that. You probably said, yeah, I've read that 700,000 times. Now tell me something useful. And really what I want to mention here is uh, obviously, he he gives down here mentioning a lot about the not worry, but the one factor I think that is the key active point here is the last, uh, the second to the last verse, just verse 33, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. That is really that cure for worry and anxiety. Worry and anxiety occurs when our human nature takes over and we are trying to control or want to control the circumstances. We are 
concerned that the upcoming future circumstances are not going to be in alignment with what we want more often than not in our selfish line. Why do I say in our selfishness? The reason is consider Romans 8.28 where it says um, God will work together all things for the good of those who love him whom are called according to his purpose. So those who love God, those who are called according to his purpose. For those people, if you are inside of that God-chosen family, for those people, God is going to work together all things for our good. Now, here is the problem. Our human nature takes over. Because we think when everything's going to work together for our good, we want to gravitate on everything's going to work out for our temporal positive feelings. Well, you can find good in an illness as it draws one closer to Christ. You can find good in the sickness of a child as it draws you closer to Christ. And anything that seeks you that draws you closer to God is exactly that thing that's going to uh, help alleviate the worry. Uh, looking at that verse, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and then all these things shall be added unto you. What all these things? He's mentioning all these things that we are worried about. We're worried about our clothing. Maybe we're worried about paying our bills. We're worried about our tax man. We're worried about our car payments. We're worried about our jobs. We're worried about our health insurance. All of these are things that in, um, you know, in the Western world, at least, these are temporal things that we tend to worry about because we think that any form of conflict is part of the problem. The issue is we have forgotten James. Remember James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith will produce endurance. Let endurance have its perfect result that you may be complete and perfect, lacking in nothing. Okay, so looking at this verse, we should start seeing the trials we have as things that build us up, that grow us stronger, that grow us much better. And as we grow stronger, we grow more in Christ. We seek more of his kingdom. And the more we seek his kingdom, the more he sees fit to supply the needs that we have. This is how this system works. All of these principles are all aligning together. So what happens, where worry comes from, is when we forget that God is in control and that he has our best in mind, when we forget those things, we want to start controlling stuff ourselves. That is what we are trying to do. And so in light of all of that going on, we have to first and foremost go back and recognize the one core thing, drawing near to God spending time in his word and understanding that he does truly have the best in mind in heart for those who love him whom are called according to his purpose. So the ultimate cure for anxiety is just that. It is to place our trust in God and it is to seek God in what we do. That is what the important principle happens to be. So that is, if you ask me, what is it that causes us to worry? I think that we are cause ourselves to worry. We, we do worry because we get to this point where we are, our human emotions tries to take over and hijack the results that we want that make us feel good inside, not those results that are, are exactly what we need for the time. God knows the things that we need. Now, part of that, of course, we do need to spend some time in prayer. It is greatly said, you know, that, that God do, knows what we need even before we ask. But the reason he wants us to ask is so that we recognize and remain on his dependence toward 
him. That is really what the fundamental principle is. Now, of course, I did mention in this that, you know, I've had this hard life, and I have. But I would not have traded that for anything because it was the difficult circumstances that, that I was raised in that caused me to have so much strength, caused me to... Uh, be successful in many, many places where many people would have given up and is what caused me to be able to help teach and train people how to put your faith truly in Christ. You can read about that in my book, Half My Life. Uh, you can go ahead and have a look at that book uh, on the website, rwalkinchrist.com. You'll find the book list up there on the books tab. And uh, you can pick a cup of, up a copy anywhere you order your books online. And we have print books, audiobooks, and ebooks. So with that, thank you for watching. That is my cure for anxiety. Let me know if that was helpful to you in the comments down below. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.